0: let's go over some of the companies that you've been covering. What are you hearing?
1: So Salesforce has said that they will open their namesake Salesforce Tower in San Francisco in May, starting with groups of about 100 or fewer people per floor. Those people will be able to volunteer, and you can opt in to going back. Um, Next month, Facebook is opening up at 10% capacity. There are already people back at Apple. Um, Uber and Microsoft have people trickling back as well. So it seems like a slow a slow start to reopening, starting with, you know, a fraction of the workforce, but eventually kicking up toward 100 percent as a pandemic subsides.
0: And how is that fraction chosen? I mean, are people allowed to volunteer or, you know, what about the folks who don't feel safe coming back?
1: It does appear to be largely volunteer based. But Facebook has said that once your local office where you work returns to capacity or higher, you'll be asked to come back. But all these companies have been following, you know, very closely looking at the local guidance and protocols, and especially as vaccinations are rolling out more widely now. Now anyone in California who's over 16 is eligible in San Francisco. That happened this week as well. And that's where a lot of the employees live here.
0: Some people moved out of the Bay Area during the height of the pandemic. What do we know about uh, these companies' long-term plans for allowing them to continue working from home, wherever home may be?
1: That's right. But a lot of the companies have said, you know, a number of the workers can work remotely forever if they choose to or be more flexible and come into the office two to three days a week as opposed to every single day mandatory be in the office um facebook has said that if you move out of the bay area which is quite expensive as we all know um you'll get a pay cut corresponding with wherever you live your pay will be localized so if you move to you know somewhere else where the, where um, you know, half of the paychecks, potentially, who knows if they'll be half. But if you move somewhere else, you might get a 10-20% pay cut, depending on where you've gone.
0: Yeah, uh, they might not have planned for that, the folks who moved away. So before the pandemic, a lot of companies were hesitant to let people work from home on a, a permanent basis. How has that all worked out? I mean, we've really gotten a good look at what works and what doesn't.
1: Yeah, I mean, Mark Zuckerberg has said, and he said last year that he thinks in a decade or so, um, up to half his company Facebook could be remote um, which which seems like a really large number at this point and um, you know I do think there's something to be said for the fact that all these companies obviously embraced remote work so loudly last year um, but they are all also slowly reopening and whether that means people will be in every day or a couple of days of the week we are seeing that the office is clearly very important to a lot of people
0: and and You know, I mean, here in the newsroom, everybody used to come to work, You or most everybody would come to work, and we found over the last year that a lot of folks like reporters can work from home, writers can work from home, Um, anchors kind of have to come in because we have to touch the electronics to to keep us on the radio, but I I would imagine it's very case-by-case.
1: Yeah, I mean, people who work on hardware at companies like Apple, for example, and Amazon, it's it's difficult to work from home, right? You don't always have all the things you might need to test a piece of hardware, like audio. Um, I wrote last year about Amazon and how people were bringing home some hardware that they didn't typically allow employees to bring home and there was there were all these protocols around, you know, don't don't put this hardware somewhere where it can be seen from a window if someone's walking by. Remember to cover it if you have roommates when you're not using it and remind them that they're not supposed to talk about it either. You know, it's it's much harder to do certain things from home compared to how these companies were used to, especially if you're in the hardware business. But for a lot of people you can easily just open up your laptop Um, and and crank away, but but you lose that line between um, work and home then, right? It's like roll over, out of your bed, get on your (laughs) laptop, shower when you can, um, go back to your laptop. Um, I I think a lot of people are probably craving a physical office just to create more of a separation between work and the rest of life.
0: Plus there's that whole psych-social thing. I mean, anybody who started since the pandemic, folks here in the newsroom who started, there's no connection with them. I mean, I don't feel... You know, it's difficult to feel like you know them or welcome them in. It's, ouch, it's, yeah. ouch.
1: I started at Bloomberg during the pandemic.
0: Yeah, um, you have that feeling? But
1: uh, I, I I, I live close enough to a couple of colleagues who I'm able to see outdoors and in safe context, you know, distance and masks sometimes. But, but yeah, I mean, you know, anytime I talk to someone who works somewhere who started in the pandemic, I'm like, I feel you. It's weird. You thought you'd be doing this for a couple months from home, and then you'd meet everyone, and it would be great. Um And then, you know, a year later, you're still doing it from your living room. But everyone, I think everyone really empathizes with that, right? Because even people who were in the office before together um, are craving that, you know, at least small amount of interaction again once in a while, even if it's not every day.